What is the theme song to this? Oh, I thought you were going to sing Happy Birthday. Why, why would I sing Happy Oh! <laughs> <laughs> happy Birthday, dear Grandpa. <laughs> anyway, this is Making a Podcast. My name's Evan. And I'm Katie. So, it is our birthday. We are a year old. Woo! Happy so, birthday. Happy birthday to us. We've been doing this for a year. We haven't killed each other yet. Yet. <laughs> Almost, almost. Um, yeah, but let's just have a little catch up and chat. Katie, how are you? I'm all right, Evan. How are you? Oh, well, here, that's a loaded question. Yeah. Because life's just, well, today is just kicking me around the head today. I'm just getting kicked left, right and centre by life. Oh, I feel that. Ever since yeah. turning 26, I swear to God, nothing's gone right. I'm not even 26 yet, and I this year has been a write-off for me. Like, honestly, 2022, it can just stop now. Oh, yeah. No, 100% agree. I like to inform listeners, I don't drink alcohol in this podcast. I do in life, just not in podcasts, because not, podcast. not good for the vocals, but today, made an exception. And I, do you know what? I'm so jealous. I really wish I had alcohol right now, but yeah. I'm on the water, so... Mm. But you know what? There was a positive last week. I went to see Little Mix. You did. And you it was did. so fucking brilliant and emotional. Bittersweet. But amazing. All the same. And it was an unreal show. And I forgot how much I missed concerts. It was my first concert post-COVID. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember my <laughs> concert before COVID. I'll tell you the date. It was Halsey. And it was March 10th, 2020. Mine was February 10th. 2020? Yeah. I don't know why I just forgot that for a minute. I was like, what? Mine was February. Yeah. I went to see um, Tenacious D. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so that was my last concert. And other than working at a festival, I haven't been to one either. Yeah. And I'm going to another concert on the 3rd of May, which is also a Tuesday. So we need to work that out. Um, Anne-Marie? Oh, deadly. I- Actually, um, this is like, never mind. I'll tell you later. Um, okay. <laughs> it's just like, um, not homework. But what's the admin? Admin for as well. The what? I have two concerts coming up in May and in June, and they're both on a Tuesday. Oh. And I just remembered. What's the concerts being on a Tuesday, you guys? I don't know. Um, yeah, I think I've got my chemical romance. And then I meant to be on to that, but we'll see. I don't know what the story is. And then I'm going to see um Mabel. Mabel? Yeah. Is it don't call me up, Mabel? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and <laughs> Eric. Oh, he's like, why are you going to Mabel? <laughs> no, because um Eric really likes me, but, but when I, uh, Eric is my friend for anybody that doesn't know, and if you're listening, yeah. hi. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> no, um, what is it? Yeah, she really likes Mabel, and she's like, man, it's Mabel. And I was like, deadly, not even thinking I knew any of her songs. But then I looked her up, and I knew like eight of them, and I was like, right. Oh, she's <laughs> always on spin. Yeah, well, I used to work in, uh, yeah, she's on the 24. Oh, no, I'm in the wrong. Sorry. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, what else were you going to say? Evan? Anyway, yeah. So, you know, positives and negatives on my side. Um, but lots to look forward to, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna just do a little because it's the one year anniversary on the twenty third of April. We're gonna do a little uh, reflection on the last year of making a podcast so we have some questions to answer well we're gonna just kind of go turn back time um to the very first recording very first episode recording one day at a time so the episode that's out there now although it is rough to say the least yeah um it wasn't the first time we tried to record it (laughs) no it wasn't it wasn't and I've had a similar issue coming on to this, this call. Yeah. So, <laughs> I swear to God, we're technologically cursed. 
Oh, I just, as you were speaking there, I got a pop-up on my screen saying your internet stable is insecure. And honestly, same. But like, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there, that was the first time. But then we did it. We got the episode out and it was all up and downhill from there. <laughs> ah, it was, it was slightly uphill. Slightly uphill. Okay, do you know what our top episode is? I feel like it's our little mix episode. It is. It's our biggest episode. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I feel like you mentioned that before, and I was like, "Really?" And you're like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, because the mixers are the best. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, is there already? And that was a great episode. I agree. I, I remember. Agree. Because remember, it was the first band we did. And I remember when Katie was like, we need to do a band. And I was in my head, I was like, little mix, little mix, little mix. And I was like, I can't, I can't say it out loud. I can't say it out loud. And then you brought it up and I was like, okay, yeah, I guess we can do that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Deadly. I guess so. <laughs> More than happy to do it. Um, so we have some questions to answer. Um so, uh, this is for both of us, by the way. Um, yeah. So, first question. What was the best episode to record? Hmm. I, w- I want to say the Little Mix episode, and I know like, that was our biggest, but I do think that was our best to record. Like, it was fun. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It was it was really really fun to record, either that one or um our Phineas and Ferb one. Yeah, so for me, it's probably probably Little Mix one. Um, the Little Mix one or the New Girl one. That was my that, that was also very fun for me. Yeah. Okay, what was the worst episode to record? Oh, I don't know. I was trying really hard to answer this. Um, I want to say maybe board box. Okay. But I think it's just because I didn't really like it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that we know what I'm I have an answer. So for me, it's probably victorious because we it got cut in the middle, and I had to edit it so. Oh. Yeah, so we had some technical difficulties there where it got cut in the middle. And it was just a bitch to edit. So there, it was just very horrible when these things cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next question. What's your favourite episode to listen to? So I have a confession. Oh, here she goes. <laughs> I don't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> because... The sound of my own voice makes me feel violently ill. <laughs> and it's the only reason that I'm not a YouTuber. Because <laughs> I'm like, I can't edit. Like, I've, yeah. like, I will vomit if I edit. I cannot. And I did listen to some of our episodes in preparation for this today, like, for tonight. Like, and um, I hated it. I hated it every second. I was like, what? And. <laughs> I love a podcast. So it's not even listening to a podcast that's a problem. It's just listening to me. Yeah. Okay. Right. So my favorite what? episode to listen to. Yeah. Oh, right. Did you have an answer? No, I was just going to ask you what, what's your um, favorite to listen to. I'm going to be honest. It was probably our Scream one with Walter. Mm-hmm. I listened to that three times in the same day. I just thought it was so good. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> No, I know. I will one day. I'll get over it, like, eventually. It'll be fine. What's your least favourite episode to listen to? Um, well, I mean, I don't listen to any of them, but yeah. I feel like it would be... Um, oh, I feel like I have an answer for this one. Do you have an answer? Yeah. What is it? Okay. Uh, so it's probably either one day at a time or bird box just because it was so early and they're so rough. Yeah. And it's just, we didn't know 
we didn't kind of get into the swing of things until the third episode, which was Demi Lovato, I yeah. feel. So they're just kind of rough for me, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that for anything, if I'm honest. It's just, I, I just, it's not really nice for me to listen to, I guess. True. I get you. I get you. Um, I feel, yeah, I can't answer that one. Okay. Okay. okay here's, here's, which episode did you go into knowing nothing or not a lot, but came out with a new perspective? Um, definitely the sour, um, Olivia Rodrigo one. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't listen to her at all, except for like two viral songs, and then you know, like really liking the album and like knowing her more as like an artist and stuff like that. So I feel like that really opened my eyes up to that world. So I'm grateful for that episode. What about you? Probably our Kanye episode. Oh, just because yeah. I went into it knowing some songs and just kind of knowing his public image just because of controversy and then I kind of learned a lot from that I'm going to have a different perspective perspective of him as an artist I would say yeah mm. no yeah that's that's true okay if you could go back and re-record an episode which one would you re-record I think that I would re-record um probably the modern family one yeah. Because I feel like I have more opinions and more like knowledge and love for that show. And I feel like it didn't come across in that episode, or like I just could have like articulated myself better. But like that's just me being self critical. What about you, Ellie? <laughs> I think if I could re record an episode kind of similar to yours, or record the new, re record the new girl episode, just because I feel like I did have more to say. Yeah. Okay. If you could delete one episode from existence, what would it be? Oh, I don't know. That's hard. Um, like, do I have to? Like, no, I don't. You don't have to if you don't want to. All right, probably the knives out one. To be honest, mm-hmm. just because it doesn't really hold a memory in my brain, you know. Yeah, I'd probably say never mind, just because I was not in a good headspace that day. Yeah, that's fair enough. Okay, uh, do you have a quote from the show that you remember? Yes, so I have one, and um, it's, I stand by it, so I'm going to say it, and it's by me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, okay, just because he does one or two nice gestures does not mean he's not toxic. Katie. And that was in the new girl episode. <laughs> I heard that today and I was like, oh, Katie, you're dead right. Fair, fair. I am, I'm dead right. Like, listen up, everyone. Just because he does one or two nice gestures does not mean he's not toxic. It's okay, he's going to start her own podcast on the <laughs> giving advice. Oh, trust me, I could talk about topic men all day. I've had my pressure. I'm <laughs> sick of being straight. Oh. Like, like to be fair, my boyfriend's fine. Like, he's, he's a nice man, but like every other man I hate. Mm. Well, straight. All <laughs> oh, the straight men, we don't like them. Yeah, um, really not fun. My favorite quote. <laughs> There's so many. Um, there was the time on the Casper episode where you <laughs> you you talked about the fleshies. It sounds like a disgusting fleshlight thing. Oh yeah. And then I responded with, "This is a child friendly topic. This is a family show, and you tell me to fuck off." <laughs> Oops. <laughs> It's not a child-friendly show, though. And if your child is listening to a podcast, get it a hobby because, yeah. <laughs> like, that's what sad adults do. We listen to podcasts. Or when on the Scream episode, when I brought up Spider-Man Now Way Home and you were like, Andrew Garfield wasn't the one we were excited about. <laughs> he wasn't. Fair, fair. I didn't think about it, though. I mean, he was all right. Like, it was nice to see him all, but... Mm. <laughs> 
What was the funniest moment on making the podcast? So many. Oh, I was going to say the same. I cannot choose one. I think there are, I think we have multiple funny moments in every episode. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I listen to us all the time. We are so funny. <laughs> Me? Yeah, you're funny. I, I think we're funny together. Like, yeah. I think you bring out my funny. There we go. Yeah, you it's like, like Tina and Amy. Yeah, or I was going to say like grapes and cheese or something. Like you really compliment <laughs> each other. There you go. Tina and Amy, grapes and cheese. You know, one's sharp, one's creamy. I'll <laughs> let you decide. <laughs> but we hey, do. That like, is my new favorite quote. <laughs> one's sharp, one's, one's creamy. creamy. <laughs> you can decide. Well, we need merch now. <laughs> Oh, we do. We've been in a year, but anyway. Yeah. That's more admin. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. So many funny moments. Again, it's just very hard to pick. Yeah. Um, what is one topic that you are dying to cover? I don't know. I want to cover so, so many. But, and you're going to hate this. And I'm sorry. And I semi-hate it as well. Mm-hmm. But I really, really want to talk about Ed Sheeran. Because I really want to make you listen to his um, Loose Change EP. Okay. I'm, I'm happy but, to do that. I'm Honestly, I'm fine with that. I need about a month to prepare for that episode, though. Like, fangirl Katie has to come through for this. She has to episode. come back. <laughs> she has to come back because, like, it's going to be a wild one. But um, what's your one, Evan? What do you really want to record? Oh, God. I mean, New Girl was... If, if we hadn't done New Girl, I would have said New Girl. Yeah. But, um, God, I mean, so many. Superstar, is, um, Superstar would be great to do. Yeah, I Superstar agree. would be great. Taylor Swift, I would love to do. Um, Yeah, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Any of those okay. three. Any of they're, those three. They're good ones. I can see all of our suggestions on the horizons. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you will all just have to stay tuned to listen to our opinions on the, those topics. And here's the final question. What is one topic you never want to cover? Rita Ora. <laughs> you knew it was coming, didn't you? I have to say, earlier on in the week, I was spamming Katie with Rita Ora content. <laughs> spamming. Absolutely, like I just stopped opening messages for a while in case it was really yeah, no, hard. Content. She did. <laughs> I was like, "No, we're done. I'm not talking anymore." I'm she gave it to me for buying nail polish. What? You gave it to me for buying nail polish. Yeah, the Rimmel London to, one. Go to Essence. <laughs> it's cheaper and it does the job. <laughs> just like, wish that I could let you love me. <laughs> well. I don't know if I have something that I'd never want to cover. Um, you you could say like R. Kelly or something. Well, definitely R. Kelly. Never want to cover R. Kelly. Yeah, well, there you go. (laughs) Obviously, not. We are never covering R. Kelly. That's that goes without saying. I think. Well, there you go. So that's you never want to record. Yeah, that's fair. I mean. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Never want to record her again. <laughs> it goes with that saying. It goes with that saying. Yeah, it does. But it's still true. So next up is Comments Corner. I didn't even check if we got any comments on the, on our Kanye <sighs> episode, which we didn't apparently, so we can move we on. No. Oh, people. <laughs> Two fans. Two fans. <laughs> and by fans, I mean family members. <laughs> Right, it's not my family, so... <laughs> it's not my family either, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, we're going to move on to Pop News. So, starting off with a big one. Uh, she, may, she may be having a baby one more time. Uh, via her Instagram, Britney Spears has revealed that she is delighted to announce that she is pregnant after being forced to have an IUD, uh, in which obviously she couldn't get pregnant, so she took to Instagram to say, I've lost so much weight to go on my Maui trip, only to gain it back. I thought, geez, what happened to my stomach? My husband said, no, you're food pregnant, silly. 
So I got a pregnancy test and a, well, I am having a baby. Four days later, I got a little more food pregnant. It's growing. If two are in there, I might just lose it. I obviously won't be going out as much due to the paps getting their money shot of me. Uh, like they unfortunately already have. It's hard because I, when I was pregnant, I had uh, depression. I have to say it is absolutely horrible. Women didn't talk about it back then. Some people considered it dangerous if a woman complained like that with the baby inside her. But now women talk about it every day. Thank Jesus we don't have to keep that pain a reserve proper proper secret. This time I will be doing yoga every day, spreading lots of love and joy. I'm happy for her. I am delighted for her. I feel like this is what she needed. Honestly, she's living her best life right now, isn't she? Yeah, and I hope it continues. I hope that she has a great rest of her life and never has to deal with any more bullshit and um, has a lovely pregnancy and has a healthy birth and she gets to bring her baby home and live the rest of her life with it. Yep. So someone else who's pregnant right now is Rihanna. So Rihanna graced the cover of Vogue. Sorry, what? I said, yeah. (laughs) Rihanna graced the cover of Vogue with her beautiful baby bump and she shares her plans to release new music. Rihanna tells Vogue about her plans uh, for new music, saying, I'm looking at my next project completely different from the way I had wanted to put it out before. I think this way suits me better. Uh, it's a lot better. It's authentic. It'll be fun for me and it takes a lot of pressure off. Hmm. I wonder what she means. I don't know. That means she's going to be like, yeah, someone else wrote my songs for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's busy with the makeup and the underwear and everything else. Does she have underwear? Yeah, Fenty lingerie or something. Oh, really? Madison Pettis is an ambassador for it. Huh. Strange. Mm. I think Addison Addison Ray was in her fashion show. Huh. And when I say strange, I don't mean strange that she has lingerie. It's just strange that I've never heard of it. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's good because she does her fashion show. I think she puts that on Amazon Prime or something. And she gets like plus size models as well to model as well as her friends. Yeah, and her makeup range was like one of the only ones with like over 20 shades of foundation in it. Um, which was like I think it was 10 fair and 10 dark, mm-hmm. and yeah, and just she's just a queen, and we love her. And um, I love the memes about her where everyone's like slagging her for always having a baby bump hanging out, <laughs> and they're just like, oh, I could never. <laughs> I would never attempt that. And she's just chilling there and just always has her belly out. And I'm like, you, you can rock it. Yeah, no, fair, fair. Good, good on Riri. So moving on. But, um, um, so the Wizarding World has been ever present. And with the release of the new Fantastic Beast film, it shows no signs of going away. However, Warner Brothers has complied with the Chinese government and removed lines from Fantastic Beasts um, with uh, the lines, I was in love with you and the summer Gellert and I fell in love, having stripped from the film as both lines pertain to a gay relationship between Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Huh. I haven't seen the film yet. I'm dying to see it, though. Um, I haven't seen it, but it doesn't shock me that it was like... Mm. Like, <laughs> I don't agree. I don't agree with it. But what did you say? It was China. It was the Chinese government. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not shocked. Yeah. They're like, aren't they under like lockdown now or something? I know China's so big, but like, I think like Shanghai is. Yeah, I heard that today. So who's even going to the cinema, in China? Leave <laughs> them alone. Let them be gay. It's fine. Honestly. <laughs> Hashtag let the wizards be gay. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag justice for Dumbledore. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking here. I don't think I've ever seen like a gay Asian couple. Hmm. Like where they're both. Wait, oh, in um, in media or in real life? Both. Okay. 
Not that in, if I seen them in real life, it would flag anything. Yeah, like no. We probably have, but definitely not in the media anyway. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Yeah. So, final headline, we've got some uh, new album releases that were announced. So it looks like the summer will be filled with music, with two big releases coming. Uh, Lizzo is releasing her album special on July 15th, Ooh. and Kendrick Lamar will be releasing his new album, first in five years, uh, on May 13th. I don't really care about the Kendrick Lamar album. Oh, his last album was sick. Yeah. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Um, but I'm excited about the Lizzo album. I oh, really yeah, absolutely. I love Lizzo. Who doesn't? She's awesome. I have to watch her SNL, though. Oh, I didn't know she was on. Mm. So, uh, Katie, uh, take it away and introduce this week's topic as per usual. Okay. Before I do, I want to disclaim that there may be spoilers, so don't listen to this if you plan on watching or are invested in this topic or plan to watch it. Mm-hmm. So, this week, we're going to talk about a dangerous man who leads a gang based in Birmingham. Yes, that's right. We are discussing none other than the world of Tommy Shelby and Co. So, get cozy and be by order of the Peaky Blinders. So, Evan, what is your history of Peaky Blinders? So my history of Peaky Blinders, don't really have that much of it, if I'm honest. Knew of it for a long time. Had friends who were fans. So, so this is the weird thing with me. <laughs> so I was watching Peaky Blinders episode, obviously, in preparation for this. Mm-hmm. And do you know the way they're dressed in it? I was going to save this for the uh, discussion, but I think i just get it out now. Right. Do you know the way they're dressed in it? Yeah. Reminds me of... Um, you know the student race day that takes place in Leopard <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not from Dublin, you won't, if you're not from Ireland, you won't get that. But uh, it's basically a horse racing thing. And every lad seems to go dressed as like a lad from P- Peaky Blinders. I don't know why. Well, probably because of Peaky Blinders. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So yeah, um knew of it, had friends who were fans, never checked it out until preparation for this. So yeah, Katie, what's your history of Peaky Blinders? My history of Peaky Blinders is um it aired. I had nothing, I had no desires to watch it. Mm-hmm. There was probably like three seasons out. Um and then I once upon a time I was with the straight man. Obviously, all the men have been met straight that I know of. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> well, I don't know, but anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know. Evan, I think they are. I'm assuming they are. Let's like, assume. Let's assume. I'm assuming. Um, I hope you're all happy. But <laughs> <laughs> he made me watch Peaky Blinders, um, and I liked it. I think I stopped at like season four, and that's my history. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my history. <laughs> okay, I think um, one of our funniest moments. Wait, definitely wait. Not. <laughs> I don't know why my brain does that sometimes. Oh, that was so funny. There was so much unneeded information in that. Like, oh, true. So true. much. <laughs> Nobody needed that much information, but he's got it. Um, okay, well, I'm going to hit you with some more information. Not about that, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to recap the very first episode of Peaky Blinders. Katie, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> so the episode opens with the Chinese couple looking to feed their baby. They find a woman to do so. So then Tommy rolls into Birmingham on a horse and he's asking to get his fortune told. He believes the Chinese lady is a witch. So the Chinese lady blows some red dust for good luck and Tommy rides off. So Tommy arrives home and talks to his son and then opens the door to a bunch of men uh, counting bets. So Tommy talks to Arthur and Arthur tells him they don't deal with the Chinese. Tommy leaves Arthur's office after hearing news of Belfast Meanwhile, a man is um, a man is uh, rousing some workers to go on strike. The man reads a profile for Freddie Thorne. Uh, Tommy enters a bar 
and everyone fears him. Freddy Thorne gets up and sits beside Tommy. Freddy informs Tommy of a list of names involved in a robbery. So a man comes into the bar and throws a fish. His name is Danny. Tommy whispers to this man he is not in uh, France anymore. The bartender tells Tommy uh, he needs to go do and do something with Danny. So Tommy has to put a bullet in Danny's head. Uh, Tommy tells the bartender to bring the bill to the Peaky Blinders. A young man leaves a train station and a woman is waiting outside with a gun. She asks him if he recognises the gun. Uh, this woman's name is Polly and she attends a family meeting with Tommy. She's Tommy's auntie, by the way. So uh, Polly knows Tommy is uh, is hiding something. So the next day, Polly and Tommy are in church and Tommy tells her of the plot to steal motorcycles. Tommy tells her that he never uh, disposed of the weapons, as mentioned in the story. He told Polly he wanted to move them within three days. Uh, Tommy's sister um, is uh, secretly meeting uh, Freddie Thorne. Uh, the next day, a woman enters the bar. Uh, her name is Grace. A copper arrives uh, at the bar and tells them of the Peaky Blinders and his goal to eradicate them. So Arthur uh, leads to heads to the movies with two prostitutes. So the copper shows up and twists Arthur's arm and the two of them form an alliance. So Tommy arrives at the bar and gets a bottle of rum and takes it with him. So uh, Harry warns Grace about uh, Tommy. So uh, Harry is the bartender, by the way. Uh, Polly and Ada assist Arthur and he tells them of the copper, the copper's offer. Tommy decides to hold a family meeting to discuss if they should uh, help the copper. So Tommy heads back to the bar and uh, where Grace is singing. So Ada and Freddie have sex. And after he tells her, he asks her about Tommy's plan. So Tommy has a nightmare about the war. The next day, Danny had another fit outside a cafe. The owner tells him to go away. Uh, Danny talks, uh, takes out a knife and stabs the owner. Inspector Campbell is the copper's name. He, meet, he meets with Winston Churchill about the weapons. So Charlie was preparing to transport the weapons when Tommy arrived. He tells Charlie to take them somewhere, somewhere else. Tommy tells Charlie that the police... Uh, needed to pay in order to get the weapons. So Inspector Campbell needs Grace, uh, meets Grace at the uh, museum, and it turns out they're working together. So Grace thinks the uh, Fenians took the the guns. Uh, she uh, recalls, she tells him that uh, Fenians killed her father. So Tommy took Danny to the river. Tommy kills Danny in front of the brothers of the man Tommy had already killed. Tommy returns to the betting shop to find out that his horse had won. So it turns out uh, they actually faked Danny's death with a sheep brain. And Polly asks Tommy if he did the right thing. And then Tommy leaves the bar and he sees Grace when he walks out. And that's the end of the first episode of Piggy Blinders. Woo-hoo. Let's get into a discussion. All right, kick us off, Evan. Okay, I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Right? Cinematography, stunning. Yeah. Production, stunning. Locations, stunning. Costumes, yeah. great, despite what I just said earlier. Okay. Um, but I'm going to be honest, I was bored out of a tree. Okay. I was a little bit bored, and the performances are great. Like, Killian Murphy is brilliant in this role. And I'm not used to seeing him in much. I'm not really familiar that much with his work. Same. Um... But yeah, I think he's brilliant in this. I was just, it's not for me, I guess. Yeah, but is this the only episode you watched? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this show is one of them shows that gets better the more you watch it. But like, if if you feel like it's not for you, then don't subject yourself to it. But genuinely, I do think that I only kind of got hooked on this show at the end of season one. Because okay. I wanted to know what happened in season two. Okay. So it's one of them. It's it's a bit of a slow burner, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the on that note, I don't know how anybody's obsessed with it. Yeah, I don't get that either. And like, if you are more prior to you, yeah, I'm <clears> delighted <throat> that you have something that you like in your life because 
apparently I don't but <laughs> but like you know I'm glad that you find happiness in something um but uh I just don't see it so yeah I don't get the hype if I'm honest no but I will agree with what you said there that like I don't really know Killian Murphy's work like I cannot really pin something else but I think he is spectacular in this and mm. um, I just think I do I don't think he's an Irish man when I watch it yeah and honestly you are a brummy gangster that's who you are you are not a posh man from Ireland mm. I didn't actually know that there was a real history behind this either what that like this gang like yeah I didn't like, know this went on like yeah I thought it was a fictional thing no it's not completely fiction I'd like obviously it's not absolute like um it's not it's not word. it's not word for word accurate yeah it's yeah accurate that's what it's more um yeah it's not absolute accurate but yeah no this happened there was like a lot of this stuff happened um with all the the drug dealing and the the blades in the peaky caps and the the horse racing because there is horse racing in this um yeah in this, which is funny that you mention all the boys that go to the Punchestown races dressed like Peaky Blinders. Oh, that's true. Um, so, you know, but it, I feel like it did spark like this whole movement of fashion. Like it sparked like all the boys to get like their hair like shaved um, at the sides and just leave it at the top and all this stuff. But do you know that obviously that they were oh my god why can I not talk I'm just gonna say that again do you know that Mm -hmm. the reason obviously they have that done in the show is because that's what they did historically because in the army and in the war times it was to reduce the lice oh my god I did not know that other kind of like whatever else you could get um, someone say you could get like in your hair and on your skin because of like the conditions. It wasn't 2022; it was a long time ago. Yeah, a very long time ago. Yep. Also, Tom Hardy's in the show. Tom Hardy's in the show. Yeah, yeah, he's in like season two or three. Oh my gosh! Did not expect that. Yeah. I was trying to figure out who played Polly. She. I was trying to figure out who played Polly. I couldn't figure that out. Oh, um, Helen McCrory, McCrory, mm-hmm. she passed away. Oh, my, oh, that's, she only passed yeah. away this year, I think. Uh, last year, was it? 2021, not, yeah. Not that long ago. The 16th of April, 2021, so literally a year ago. A year ago. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so 52. sad. Yeah, she was 52. Oh, she was stunning. Oh, and amazing. So good at what she done. Like, she genuinely... Oh, it hurts my heart. Mm. Yeah. Like, the whole cast was absolutely, like, stunned by her death. Like, I feel like she left a hole in, in all of the cast's heart. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, that means she's very young. Yeah, very young, 52. Mm. But yeah, um, Tom Hardy played Alfie Solomon, or Solomons, and he was in Series 2. Yeah, I was, reading, two. I was reading that name earlier. Yeah, Series 2 he was in. Um, he's great in it, personally, in my opinion. Um, and he doesn't look like Tom Hardy in it. I'm going to be honest, I, I, I could barely point out Tom Hardy in the lineup if I'm honest. I could. I don't think so. I feel like if you walked by me in the street, I wouldn't have know anything. I said this yeah. about Ed Sheeran earlier. Ah, shut up, you. You could pick Ed Sheeran. Just pick the ginger one. Like. Ah, no, if you walk by me in the street, I would have no clue. To be fair, he does like just look like young flip, but like, yeah. um, I could. So I know every face, but anyway, and 
But yeah, oh no, you could you could pick out Tom Hardy now, like. To be honest, I don't think I could. I just think he looks like any other lad. Hmm. I'll test that one day. <laughs> <laughs> I will test you. I will I will do a lineup. I will create a lineup and I will make you choose which one Tom Hardy is. And then we'll see if you can choose him from a lineup. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just uh, looking up some facts about this show. Not many interesting things. If, you, if Unless you consider Killian Murphy smoking a thousand cigarettes a season. Um, yeah. So I actually looked up. Yeah, I was looking at a video on YouTube. YouTube? Who am I? YouTube. YouTube. Um, YouTube. <laughs> All right. Kill deadly. Um, I was looking up a video and it said that he got whoever was like prop manager to count how many fake cigarettes he smoked and it was 3,000. Oh now, God. we don't know what the span of that was, but um, also they obviously didn't smoke like cigarettes because like... <laughs> you can't be smoking that many cigarettes. So he used like a like rose kind of like herby filling. It's kind of like the stuff that you'd get in Amsterdam in the cafes if you've ever been because you can't use tobacco in there. So you have to use that filling. It's kind of like potpourri without without the potpourri smell. Oh my gosh. Oh my God, I just found something kind of damning about this show. What? I feel like I shouldn't say it though. What? The Weinstein Company were involved in season four. Really? Yeah. Mm. What weren't they involved in though, Evan? Mm. Gross. If we start tarnishing everyone with their brush, we'll have nothing left to watch. Yeah, we, we can leave them. We can leave them behind. There we go. Yeah. We don't see them on screen, so that's fine. No. And um, we don't care about them. Mm-hmm. So. But um, also the cocaine was um, lactose powder. Lactose powder? Yeah. And then one of the actors that was doing it mostly, like it was his character's development that like he was like strung out on coke or whatever drug it was meant to be. I think it was coke though. Um, Was vegan. So Mm -hmm. he had to resort to um, snorting ice and sugar. Oh, yeah. Imagine that though, like personally, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on a podcast, but genuinely, like I've never done a drug like that. You know, yeah. I've never snorted cocaine. Okay, I'm just putting it out there, and I really haven't. I cannot imagine what it would be like snorting ice and sugar because, like, what drug like you get an after effect but with ice and sugar surely it would just hurt yeah no (laughs) i this is so weird i've never done drugs like that before either but um (laughs) you know dip dab yeah why (laughs) oh no it wasn't a dip dab it was a pixie stick Oh, Evan, that's worse. That's <laughs> granulated, like. Yeah, no, it, it, it just made my nose bleed. Ugh. Obviously, I don't do drugs. I just. <laughs> yeah, don't do drugs, kids, or put pixie sticks up your nose. No, please don't. Um, I think pixie sticks are banned now. No, I, I've seen them. Are you sure? That's disgusting. <laughs> They're just sugar, like. Oh, God, yeah. No, I don't know what else I could say about Peaky Blinders. Um, Look, I think it's a slow a burner. It's a slow burner. It's hard to get into, but once you're in it, like it's really, um, what's the word? Like in engrossing. Like it's really, it it drags you in. But mm-hmm. the only reason I didn't continue watching it is, um. I had to wait so long for season four and then I just kind of, when I was watching it, like it wasn't even on Netflix or anything, like you had to dodgy website it, like, um, which I have done. So 
Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Arrest me if you want. I don't mind. But um, yeah, I had the dodgy website for like three seasons. So uh, I just I had to wait too long for season four. Then I kind of fell off the wagon. And I was like, I don't really want to watch it. Um, and then I just never got back in. Have like an absolute chokehold on me, but mm-hmm. um, I do feel like it's it is a really good show. Um, it obviously has like a huge like fan base, and like it's a really big part of people's lives, and like weirdly not weirdly so but like unsus- unsuspectingly so mm-hmm. like why do you resonate so much with this but i don't know yeah because um, it doesn't feel that different from any other bbc show if i'm honest yeah yeah like when i look at it like if i look at something like i don't know something that should be a B- something like bridgerton Right. Let's just say that. I know it's not a BBC show, but it could have gone the way that it could have been so period drama that it borderlines on almost Mm -hmm. you could almost put it on BBC, but you don't like it's just not like that at all. Whereas this, I'm like, this is pure BBC and it's not like anything like not the BBC is putting it the worst programs ever, but it's just like you just don't associate that with like you more associate that with like. EastEnders or something, do you know what I mean? Something yeah. that your your parents or your grandparents would watch. No, I agree. And it does have a lot of like young fan base. And by young I mean like our age. Um mm. no, it does. It has like a young fan base and it's very like you kind of either love it or you hate it. Mm-hmm. Or if you're like me, you're just kind of indifferent. Um couldn't really care less, to be honest. But um I do think it has an amazing cast. Like the True. actors in it are phenomenal. Every True. single one of them are great. Um, the storylines are good. It doesn't hurt it. Like I do under like I do understand why people like it so much. But then again, I don't because I don't get it. Don't get the hype. Yeah. But I understand if somebody could be into that sort of genre or that sort of like. Yeah, I agree. Uh, style of TV show why they would like it mm-hmm. um, and as you said cinematography is great, costumes excellent I feel like the portrayal was great and I feel like the not that I have been alive in that era but I feel like the accuracy of the era was great as well so, yeah. Yeah. yeah you'd love to do like a walkthrough experience or something wouldn't you, I think that'd be good yeah that would be good, they should look into doing that because they're doing that with Game of Thrones too Oh, and obviously Harry cool. Potter as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I don't really have much more to say on the about this series. Um obviously my first time properly watching it. Maybe I'll continue it, maybe I won't. I don't know. If you ever get COVID again, I need something to watch, watch it. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> Knock on wood. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, so I'm going to move on and talk about the success of Peaky Blinders because it is very successful. It's won a lot of awards. uh, uh, It's the BAFTA Craft Awards for its production design as well as hair and makeup and costume. Yeah. Um, It has a 94% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which does mean it's higher than rent. And has more claws than cats. Yes, it does. And (laughs) according to the... So this is interesting. According to the Office of National Statistics... Peaky Blindness has had a detectable, detectable, oh God, sorry, something just rang in my ears there. Oh God, it just happened again. Okay. According to the Office of National Statistics, Peaky Blindness has had a detectable cultural impact in the UK specifically. In 2018, the name Arthur surged in the top 20, top, no, top 10 boys' names for the first time since the 1920s. And Ada jumped into the girls' top 100 for the first time in a century too. The assumption reached by uh, the Office of National Statistics is that the popularity of these names was inspired by the characters Arthur Shelby Jr. and Ada Thorne. Yeah. I mean, doing something right if, you know, there's Arthur's and Ada's, you know. Well, that's it. And um, also, like, as I as we said, like, this, the clothes came back into fashion because of the show um, the hairstyle, like that men's hairstyle where they have like complete shave and just the hair on top 
that came back into fashion because of the show. Um, the the caps, like I know that kind of is in fashion, like mm-hmm. is in the fashion category, but they obviously came really back, like into fashion with the whole Punchestown races kind of esque thing, like people having like um Peaky Blinders themed weddings and like oh, yeah. christenings and like just everything like it's such a influential show it is influential i would say that yeah if you want to say that yeah if you want to use to that degree. Word. yeah mm. yeah no interesting it is an interesting one um so uh what's next on my list uh it's school is in session i guess <laughs> It's time, time for, for a pop me to quiz. go to school. Yep, time. It's, it's time for the pop quiz. <laughs> Katie, put your cap on. <laughs> get your cigarette. Do I have to? <laughs> put your cap on, get your cigarette out and play some bets because uh, it's on. <laughs> so I'm going to be honest, I would not have passed this, mostly because I know nothing about this. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty hard. Uh so, question one: What is the official name of the Peaky Blinders family business? Oh, um, Shelby and Co. I'll give it to you, Shelby Company Limited. That's what I thought. Yeah, I'll give that to you. Your Shelby's Thanks. in it. Okay. And company, call me company. <laughs> Question two. This can be multiple choice if you want. In which city did Grace claim to have worked in a pub prior to her arrival in the show? Mm, I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to say London, but I don't think it was. It's actually Dublin. Bollocks, I was going to say Ireland. <laughs> Okay, uh, question three. Which year is the first episode uh, set in? Oh, I don't know. Um, can I just get the... Was it Was it the 1800s? No. Because I get my... It was the 1900s, wasn't yeah. it? Because it was war. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 1942. It was 1919. Oh. I was thinking the Second World War, wasn't I? Yeah, you were. I In fairness, I would them. I would have mixed that up too. I always get them mixed up so much. Always. Okay. Question four. What religious movement did Linda Shelby belong to? Uh, the Catholic Church. It says the Quakers. Oh, I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't even know what that is. Okay, in which English city is the show set? Birmingham. Yep. Blue. What is the name of Tommy's grey racehorse in season two? Um, the grey racehorse in season two was called um, Buckaroo. It was called Grace's Street. Grace's Street. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Bookaroo. <laughs> I want to. I want to know the history behind Bookaroo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, question seven: How many actors played the role of Winston Churchill throughout the show's run? Three. Yeah, that's correct. Woo. Question uh, eight: Which political party is Tommy officially part of when he becomes an MP? Um, he's not a Tory. No. Um, I don't know what the name of any political party. We we have this in Ireland. Um, did he become part <laughs> Sinn Fein? No, no. <laughs> we have it in England, and we have it in Ireland, I guess. Um. I don't know. Maybe a hint, know. work. The workers' party? No. The labor party. Oh, the labor. Oh, yeah. Bit, I, I was going to say people before profit, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any political parties. 
<laughs> I don't know any. It's going to say politics. Politics is just not politics my strongest. Strong. Great. Sure. Question nine. Uh, many of the Peaky Blinders are veterans of war. What war? World War One. Yep. <laughs> and question ten. What is the garrison? It's a pub. Yeah, that's correct. Well, I got five. That's very good. I would not have passed that. Then again, I know nothing. About <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I should like I should have known more, but I'm silly and I forgot. It's the next up. We're going to put Peaky Blinders on our pop scale. We rated out of five based on its place in pop culture and how much we like it. Katie, out of five, what do you give Peaky Blinders? Oh, I give it a three because it's very popular, like, and it's done really well. And like, we're still sitting here talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I know I say that all the time, but it's true. If we're sitting here, two little Irish people. Just on our little podcast, talk about something. It's obviously done done well to some extent, or done so terribly that we're sitting here talking about. It. But in this case, it's done really well. It has multiple fans, and it's just after airing its sixth season, and it has people up in arms, and everyone's talking about it. And I think it's quite good. So I'm going to give it. Did I say three? Yeah, you said three. I'm going what do you to give it? I'm gonna give it a I'll give it a two and a half. Okay. Just because I wasn't really that pulled in. I maybe I'll continue it, maybe I won't, who knows? Um yeah. I do understand that it it has a lot of fans, it has gained a lot of attention, a lot of hype. It's it's become it has a big cult following as well. Yeah. Um it's very popular. I think it's I think it's a visually stunning show it is but, uh yeah just wasn't that pulled in by it but who knows what what will happen maybe next week uh it'll be on my watch button who knows um <laughs> <It won't. laughs> so yeah two and a half for piggy bandy okay so next up we're going to talk about what's pop and we talk about we are what we are enjoying in terms of pop culture katie what's popping with you this week, what is popping with me? Hmm, quite a few things, actually, which is uh, very uncommon. Um, so I really enjoyed, well, not that I enjoyed, but I watched um, The Ultimatum. Evan, okay. you would hate this show. It's like Love is Blind, but it's um, these couples go into this experience, one giving the other an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. The other ultimatum is get married. Eve. So that's it. But what happens is, say, I think there's like five couples go into it, but like they all they all separately have to pick another partner mm-hmm. and then date that partner. Well, they all have to date each other mm-hmm. and then they have to pick a partner to live with for three weeks and like have a fake like pretend marriage with and then they have to go back to the real partner and have a pretend marriage and then at the end of the experience they have to like both like get together and be like hey and then they either propose or they don't propose or they walk away or they say no or and it's stupid and it's shit (laughs) but I loved every single moment I lapped it up I got annoyed, I got sad, I was like, you're a piece of shit, everyone on it was kind of a piece of shit to be honest, but like, I respect them all individually, kind of, not all of them, some of them, one or two, I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. can't trust you, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I enjoyed that, Um, I enjoyed Is a Cake, mm-hmm. did I mention that last week? You mentioned that last week, yeah. Okay, well then no, you, you can mention it again, so. no, you can mention it again. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> we won't mention that this week. Um, and then I only started watching it last night, and I don't know if it's popping with me, but I feel like it might be. So it's Kim's Convenience. Okay, I've heard of it. Have Have you watched it? I've seen clips of it. Okay, so it's like, for what I can tell, it's it's mostly like Korean actors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about a Korean family and like running a convenience store. Obviously, there's non-Korean actors in it because like not everyone in it's like 
Korean or of Asian descent, but like the people that are, um, it it seems like it's a racist show. You think okay. it's written by white people? But it's not. I don't think it is. I think everyone, hopefully, I haven't actually looked into it on the right side and stuff. I think everyone is either Korean or, or of Asian descent. So I don't think it's actually racist, but I feel racist watching it and laughing at the jokes because I feel like the actors are kind of, I don't know if they're embellishing the accent or if it's, or if it is their accent. I don't know, but I do think it's written that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just I kind of feel uncomfortable in that way but um, it is funny like there's funny jokes and I get the premise and I think there's like five seasons of it or something insane they're like only half an hour which is perfect for my little tiny brain so I'm enjoying that and then my last thing and this is my last thing and I'll actually stop talking because I'm so sorry everyone but um it's a podcast and it's with Senator Lynn Ruan and um, it's called Conversations on the Margins and Lynn goes into Weefield Prison and she talks to a few inmates. Um, I'm on episode two and it's impeccable so far. Mm. I really, really am enjoying it. And like Weefield Prison is a five minute drive from my house. Really? So, yeah, yeah, it's very close. And as Lynn says in the podcast, like she was like, there's some people in this country who have probably never even seen a prison from the outside because where they live geographically, there isn't one. But Weefield Prison is in the middle of an estate, basically. Oh, wow. There's like housing estates all around it. It's so residential. Like I when I used to drive to college a certain way, I used to drive past it every morning. And um, she talks to a few inmates that have like taken part in this project. And honestly, it's amazing. Again, it's called Conversations on the Margins, I think it is. It's in production with Go Loud as well. Um, so it's on Go Loud app. I think it might be on Spotify and I listen to it on Podbean. But any Irish or non-Irish person should just listen to it. Mm-hmm. and just because it's amazing and uh, Lynn does amazing things for uh, people coming out of addiction and in addiction and just kind of like people like yourselves that are working class I just a phenomenal woman and yeah I'm delighted she done this project so that's what's popping with me Evan take it over okay so I've got a few things um so there's a YouTuber I like called Sloan. I think I mentioned him before when he interviewed Alexa, uh, Alexa Nicholas from Zoe 101 about uh, what Jamie Lynn said in her book. And he's out here exposing everyone from creepy Dan Schneider to Tyra Banks, you name it. He's just exposing everyone, which I love. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Sloan, I love, I remember Walter mentioned it, Charlie XDX's new album. And then I just, oh yeah, yeah, I just fell completely into that, and I was like, "What? This is just this is insane! It's so good." <laughs> um, what else? Oh my god, I had so many things. The Kardashians, the new show. Okay, so brilliant! Yeah, it's brilliant. It's so good. Alright. Um, <laughs> Dairy Girls season three is back. Gonna watch it after. Yeah, so I haven't gotten around to watch. <laughs> Gonna watch Still it. Still haven't gotten around to watch Dairy Girls. Mm-hmm. You've seen Dairy Girls. I've seen the four season. Yeah, and because don't even mention that's another moment we need to. Do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen the four season, but um, I haven't watched anything else, so I need to uh, watch it all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's see if she gets the channel for it. Um, let's see. Yeah. So what have I said? Dairy Girls, Kardashians, Sloan. Charlie XCX. Little Mix, of course, since the concert. Um, what else? I'm in the mood for good reality TV. If you know something, just send it my way. Because I'm just, I love Housewives, but we can't watch it all the time. Oh, I also what love Jack Harlow. So. 
Jack Harlow. Who's who's Jack Harlow? He's, he's have you know, have you heard his song First Class? No. He samples Fergie. He's the guy. He's on Industry Baby with Lil Nas X. Is he? I think I do know about him. Does he rap? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you after the podcast um, what I was going to say. I can't say on the podcast because I'll get cancelled. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, okay. Anything else? Oh, there's a TikTok trend going around at the minute. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, Katie. It's a girl who she's going to make a TikTok and she hits her. She hits off the like bed frame and she goes, ah. Everyone's <laughs> duetting it. <laughs> it's so no, funny. but if you see a video, send it to me. Oh, I have a compilation. I will send it to you. So people just oh, duet it, and when they hear that, ah, uh, they just like Michael Bublé did it. Needs. Oh really? Like, oh, uh, he was on. He was on an Irish podcasters podcast. Darren Gary. He he was on the Last of Your Life. Um, I was so jealous. Oh, Darren Gary. Apparently she hates Rita Ora too. Well, you know, I like her. I don't. I, I didn't say I just like her. I, I don't dislike no, Rita Ora either. No, I'm saying I like her because um, she doesn't like Rita Ora. Um, Are you ever no, going to explain I'm, to us why you hate Rita Ora? Ah, she's a bitch. <laughs> oh my god! It's like my Nick Miller stance. Right. Okay. Right. I kind, I kind of just can't back down now. I just kind of have to back myself up a little bit. So yeah. I just think it. Yeah. Still not really a fan of Taylor Swift either, but her look. Oh, well, yeah, but you you said you do an episode of Taylor Swift. I will, and I will, but my mom passed that down to me. Like, my, you cannot talk about Taylor Swift in my house. Like, Why my mom hate Taylor Swift? Same reason I hate Rita or just don't like her. There's no reason. <laughs> you don't like her for no No, my ma cannot stand. Like, Taylor Swift was actually banned in my house. I tried to have a Taylor Swift moment. My ma wouldn't allow it. She <laughs> would not allow it. Okay, so, right. We're going to move on right now. Uh, Katie, where can people find us? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It As Pod. <laughs> I just said the name. <laughs> Remix. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It A Podcast. Podcast? Did I not say that right? You said podcast. Podcast. You said make it a podcast, which it is, but it's a podcast. A podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> I need to go to bed. It's too late. Yeah. All right, take three. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It a Pod Podcast. <laughs> Will you give us a rating on it? <laughs> Apple podcasts as well, yeah. uh, while they're at it, and um, maybe a little rating on Spotify too. Thanks so much. Um, and if you want to just tell your family friends about us, they can find us anywhere they get their podcasts. That's true, it's true. So, this was the end of our Piggy Blinders episode. Happy anniversary to us! Happy birthday! <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> you will hear from us next week. Bye.